Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Show everybody, how are you doing today? I hope it's a wonderful day. I got to tell you, I, I'm in Ohio today, and the weather is beautiful. Uh, it's going to be 80 today. It's been kind of hot and muggy and icky, uh, but I went out onto my porch this morning, and it was a, a beautiful, beautiful summer morning, and the weather's nice, and it's a great day to be in America, even if the nation is crumbling around us, but, but that's okay, folks, because we are going to rebuild this country. We're going to regain our freedom, and we will let freedom ring again. I am looking forward to it. So I want to start out today uh, by tying two things together that seem very, very divergent. Uh, I want to talk about MTG being booted from the Freedom Caucus and an article titled Expert Warn CBDCs Could Lead Economies to a Dark Path Where Governments Dictate What You Can Purchase. Okay, what do these two things have to do with each other? Well, let me start out. Uh, and I might even throw in some COVID here for, for added measure. So we look at these CBDCs. And uh, for those of you that don't know, CBDCs are central bank digital currencies. And it's programmable money. It means that you don't actually control your money. It's just something on a computer and the government can control it. If they don't want you to spend money on something, they can say you're not allowed to spend it. If they don't want you to... Uh, do something that you're doing, they can just take your money away or turn it off. It's basically uh, a system where you earn social credit for contributing to our country and uh, you lose social credit for not contributing to our country. And the crooks in D.C. are the ones that decide whether or not you're doing that. They're the ones that decide whether or not you're contributing. So if Joe Biden and the Democrats feel like you're being a good little global warming supporting socialist, you'll get more CBDCs. If you don't, you lose it. That's where this goes. Now, that may sound like a far cry, a bit of a stretch, right? Uh, because, I mean, that's obviously an anathema to freedom on every level and seems like, well, we would never let that, right? Well, but let me remind you, Missouri v. Biden, right? So we just found out that, uh, you know, Biden's been working with all sorts of big tech to censor everything you say in direct violation of the First Amendment. And he's appealing Missouri v. Biden. He's appealing the decision. The judge says you can't censor people. And he says, well, we're going to appeal that. The government doesn't care about the Constitution. The government views the Constitution as an impediment to its goals of tyranny. That's how Joe Biden and the Democrats look at this, right? Uh, so... You know, the idea that if you give the government that power, they wouldn't leverage it is stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. Of course they're going to leverage it. I'm going to lose social currency every time I tweet because I keep telling you the truth. You think that, uh, yeah, I just got to put out a tweet on Twitter today. So talking about uh, Hunter Biden sniffing crack off a hooker's butt. Well, you really think that that tweet isn't going to make me lose some social credit if Biden has control? it is. He retaliates against his enemies all over and all the place. So anyways, when we look at this, the idea that CBDCs would not lead to government control is absurd. Of course it will. You don't need that power otherwise, right? Why would we go to CBDCs if it's not for control? 
we have money. It works just fine. We don't need to change it. Uh, that's where it's going to go. And by the way, we're already moving. The Fed now system is already launched. We've got all these different things. And, you know, listen, I, I don't like, I've been told that I suck at selling things. And I do. Uh, I get that. But that's because I like to tell you the truth. Uh, so I, I am a, I work with, uh, bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills, precious metals, and they sell gold and silver. And I urge you to go there because if you go there and if you buy from them and you tell them Ren sent you, I get a cut of it. And that keeps me in business. That's what keeps, that's what funds the freedom fight, right? I don't have any money. I'm just some guy from Ohio. And, uh, you know, that sort of support is the reason that I'm able to fight because I don't generally bill for most of my legal work. So anyways, please go there because here's the deal, though. I, not, I do urge you to go there because, yes, I do get something out of it. But I also urge you to go there because I'm looking at what's going on. CBDCs are coming. And one of the things that we see is BRICS a bunch of countries getting together to create an alternative to the American currency, and it's going to be gold back. So I figure that the value of gold and silver is going to go up because if we're going to have a digital currency that's gold backed, well, at least that means gold and silver is going to have some value. Now, in the U.S., we're trying to move to central bank digital currency that's not tied to anything so that we can just dictate what it's worth. There's no, doesn't matter if you got gold or silver, it's totally independent. Well, this is a really interesting thing, and I think the CBDCs are, are a good reason to buy gold and silver. But that, that whole thing aside, this is about control. This is about control. And much like we see in Missouri v. Biden, if the government can find a way to take control and ignore the Constitution, they will. They do. Our government is corrupt. Our politicians are corrupt. And these guys will sell out. And there's almost no good politicians. Now, that said... The simple reality is, is that we do have politicians and we do have to deal with the situation. So what do we do? And this is where we run into an issue, right? So we have this question of ideological purity, and this is where we get into a lot of fights in the conservative movement, the patriot movement, the freedom movement, the God family country, but pick your, pick your title. I don't care. Um, with COVID, we see this a lot too. You know, I mean, Hey, that guy's not talking about 5G. Hey, that guy's not talking about uh, nanotech. That guy's not talking about uh, gene therapy. That guy's not talking about this. So all these guys must be controlled opposition or some other nonsense, right? It couldn't just be that, you know, maybe they don't have all the information because the topic is huge and there's so many things happening. It couldn't just be that they're trying to remain pure to their idea. There's always got to be some nefarious purpose. And the problem is, is that for some people, there are nefarious purposes. There is controlled opposition in some cases. But in a number of cases, and in fact, a vast majority of cases, the people that I know, they get called, hey, this guy's controlled opposition, aren't. I know about two or three people that I actually have evidence or believe might be uh, playing both sides. I have a couple people, and I'm not enlisting names here. So there's a couple people, but outside of that, you know, I and I know a lot of people, folks. At this point, God's been good. I know a ton of people in the freedom movement. Some get called controlled opposition. Some don't. So one day they are controlled opposition. The next day everybody loves them. 
The problem is, is how do you distinguish and what's the line? This leads me to MTG. So MTG got booted out of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, she fought with Lauren Boebert. She's been supporting McCarthy. She's all in on the debt ceiling. She looks like she's selling out a lot. Is she? I don't know. I don't know. You know, MTG's been reliable on a lot of stuff, and I've liked her in a lot of things. Uh, and understand, this isn't, this is just my thoughts on it. I don't really know. I don't know Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't. I don't know Lauren Boebert. I know what they speak. I know what they say. I know what they stand for publicly. But I don't know any of them personally. So I have no idea. I can only judge based on their public actions, just like the rest of you. So MTG has been cozying up to McCarthy, no question about it. She voted for the debt ceiling, but so did Jim Jordan, the leader of the Freedom Caucus. Now, the debt ceiling bill was passed without any, any, any nuance, any thought, any, anything. We just gave Biden a blank check. Now, I saw the leader of the Freedom Caucus, Jim Jordan, and a bunch of other people saying, we got to do this. And I thought it was terrible. I thought it was, there's nothing freedom about that. Why didn't we restrict the, 80, the spending on 87,000 new IRS agents or trans in school? Those aren't things that are hard to do. We could easily have included that. And the reason is, is that crooks like Mitch McConnell said they wouldn't support it. Yeah, the Republican rhino leadership wouldn't support doing that. That probably or may or may not include McCarthy because McCarthy could have easily pushed that. He didn't. Why? Well, that really damages my trust for McCarthy. And when you got someone like MTG saying that she's supporting McCarthy, well, damages my trust for her. But, 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 remember, conservative darling, the, the hearing king, Jim Jordan, is also doing the same thing. Now, Jordan didn't get booted out of the Freedom Caucus, but MTG did. Why? And I think that Jim Jordan should have been booted out. No, I'm not saying that. And I'm also not taking a position on whether MTG should have. But we got to talk about this, folks. We've got to have the courage to talk about these uncomfortable things. And, you know, I might upset Jim Jordan or MTG or Lauren Boebert or somebody by talking about this, but I don't care, folks. I'm not trying to be a politician. I'm trying to get to truth. All I care about is freedom. Jim Jordan's done a lot of good for our country. A lot of good. So has MTG. So has Lauren Boebert. So has Matt Gates. So have all these people. Now, the question is, are they turncoat? Are any of these people playing both sides? And the answer is, well, they're elected officials. You know, we hire them to go to Congress to think that they can't talk to or work with other side at all is absurd. They have to. Now, at the same time, if anybody on this planet is an advocate for winning rather than negotiating, it's me. I am not a big fan of negotiating out on our principles. The problem is, is how much of that do we deal with? How much is too much? What's the threshold? What's the limit? Of course, Jim Jordan's going to talk to and work with rhinos. He doesn't have a choice. He's a Republican in Congress. He can't avoid talking to them. That's his job is to talk with them. And his job is to find us a way to get the best conservative deal we can. Is he doing that? I don't know. That's a matter of opinion. Uh, same with MTG. Same with Lauren Boebert. 
You know, I mean, every now and then, every single person in Congress says or does something stupid. Is there a litmus test? Do we just throw them out? Do we give up on them or not? The answer is I don't have an answer. There is no answer. I'm talking about this, and my intent in this segment is to offer some perspective and some thoughts and to suggest that we need to think about this, right? Because I don't know what the answer is on this. Uh, the simple reality, folks, is that there is no clean solution here. There is no single answer that, that works. I don't think there's a threshold. Did MTG cross the line with talk, uh, talking bad about Boebert in the way that she did? Well, I mean, it was certainly inappropriate. And it's certainly best not to air your dirty laundry in public like that. Uh, but did she cross the line? I don't know. I don't know. The Freedom Caucus felt she did. Uh, did, uh, did all of the members of the Freedom Caucus that voted for Biden's debt ceiling betray the ideals of the caucus when they voted for that? Well, I, you know, I'm more upset about that than I am about anything that Lauren Boebert and MTG said to each other. Each other. I mean, you know, I'm more upset about MTG advocating for McCarthy's debt ceiling agreement than I am about what she's saying or doing. You know, she's done a lot of good things for Trump and for the conservative movement. And, you know, there is some reality that McCarthy and MTG do seem to be on some levels working with Trump. Are they supporting him fully? I don't know. Are they going to stab him in the back? I don't know. Are they uh, more trustworthy than Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, we don't know all that's happening. And the thing is, is it's a tough time to be in Congress. And I'm a little loath to throw any of our conservatives completely under the bus. Now, I get mad at Jordan. I get mad at these guys with their endless hearings and no action all the time. But does that mean I don't support them? Well, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. The Freedom Caucus is as good as we've got right now. Is it perfect? No. Do they sell out more than I like? Yep. Do they negotiate far more than I want them to? Absolutely. Uh, I would love to see a couple Lauren Boberts on steroids uh, that are just willing to you know, say what they got to say and not be beholden to this GOP corrupt machine. And that's the reality, right? That's the reality. There is a huge corrupt machine that is the GOP, and there's a lot of rhinos in place that force people to sell out. I mean, look what Mitch McConnell did in the last Senate uh, 2022 uh, elections. You know, he, he cut funding. He made sure that they cut funding to all of these different people. He cost us the Senate majority. And that was 100% Mitch McConnell, folks. By the way, we don't have the majority in the Senate because Mitch McConnell undermined MAGA candidates. And don't think he won't do it again. There's a war going on for the Republican Party right now, and the conservative candidates do have to do some fighting. Now, the question is, are they selling out too much or not? And I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not willing to say that we should blindly trust them. I don't. I don't blindly trust anybody at this point. But I do think that we have to kind of evaluate things deeply and see where they fall. Uh, I don't know whether I agree with the Freedom Caucus kicking MTG out or not. McCarthy is by no means someone that I trust. He's part of the D he's been involved with the WEF, which is automatically a good sign that he's he's sold out on some level, and he's way too cozy with McConnell. 
He's a very, very much an establishment Republican, and by any and all accounts, he's an absolute monster behind the scenes. He'll stab you in the back as soon as he'll look at you if you aren't his political friend. Does that mean he's a bad guy entirely? No. I don't know what it means. It just means that it's the reality that we're dealing with. So anyways, the point here, folks, is that I don't have an answer, and I'm, I'm a little loath to take a, uh, a direct position on this because I don't think there's enough information. And he said, she said, coming out of D.C. is pretty meaningless to me. I will tell you, folks, I cannot get over how big... Yeah, the difference between reality and what we hear in the press is vast. You know, I tell you what I think. You get what you get with me. There's no games on this, right? I don't know, a, I don't know other outlets that do that. You know, if you go to the mainstream, you know, I'll sit and I'll talk to someone who's a great guy. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I find on TomRents.com and on this show, on the America Out Loud Network, you know, wherever I'm at. Then I'll look at the press and what they're saying about it. And it's like, are they even talking about the same person? It's mind-blowing, folks. Uh, anyway, support us at TomRens.com. Back us. We'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. All right, everybody. I think that we should title this segment, Have We Become the Hunger Games? Or Have We Become a Movie? I think this is really an important question. So I've got an article over here in front of me. And... Uh, it's about the 15-minute cities. It's from Truth-Based Media, and it's titled Globalist 15-Minute Cities Mirror Hunger Games. This is a really important thing, and I want to talk about the, the reality that a lot of the media we've been talking about, a lot of the movies, the dystopian uh, uh, societies that we see in movies, are it's actually becoming a reality now, Right. So, and there's a couple articles here. We're going to go through this in this segment. I want to try and make some sense out of this. So I'm reading from the article. The Hunger Games 2008 was the first of a series of science fiction novels written by Suzanne Collins that depicted a future dystopian society set in North American country called Panem. These novels were made into films. Panem consisted of 12 districts in varying states of poverty ruled by the capital, which was located west of the Rocky Mountains. The capital's residents 
the ruling elite of Panem, remained very wealthy and technologically advanced by exploiting people natural resources of surrounding districts. Rivaling the European feudal lords of the Middle Ages, Panem's rulers used their armies of, quote, peacekeepers to maintain tight control over the district residents. Severe restrictions, mass surveillance, public executions, and whippings were a common way of life. Communication between districts was forbidden, and no one was allowed to leave the boundaries of his or her district unless granted permission. Right? So this is, this is the backdrop. This is what prompted this segment. So we look at the Hunger Games, and uh, yeah, I did see the movies. I didn't read the books, and probably won't. I don't think I have time for that kind of reading at this point. Uh, but it was an interesting thing. Basically, you see what the World Economic Forum has laid out for us for the future if the Great Reset is implemented. You'll have the ruling elites living the good life and the rest of us living a life of servitude to them. That's what they're envisioning. That's what they want. Well, I kind of don't want that, folks, but I think it's really important that we look at this. What are we doing? How does this look? And is this something that is yeah, actually underway? Well, let's talk about this. One of the things that happened post-COVID is the World Economic Forum and a bunch of other globalist monsters got together and they're talking about a threat analysis. You know, what went wrong with COVID? Because COVID was supposed to result in everybody being vaccinated and all these lockdowns, this, that, and other. What went wrong? Why is it that these crazy people are still free? Why didn't the lockdown stay forever? Why didn't people stay afraid forever? And, you know, as they looked at this, one of the number one issues that they found was that censorship was not strong enough. They needed to have further censorship, really needed to push censorship. Now, America is a real problem for that because we have the First Amendment and it doesn't work. So, uh, you know, Joe Biden was doing, pushing as much censorship as he possibly could. You have CISA and all these different groups that are working with big tech to censor. And now, of course, you've got Missouri, uh, Louisiana v. Biden, where, you know, we have the ruling that says, hey, uh, you guys were censoring and you can't do that. And that's a big deal, right? That's a very big deal because uh, this is, you know, one of the fundamental issues. But as noted in this article, one of the foundational aspects that were used in the Hunger Games show to control people was controlling messaging, censorship. And that's true in real life. If you don't hear the truth, you don't know the truth. If everybody tells you the vaccines are safe and effective and everybody's dying around you and they say, no, that's not the vaccines. It's just another variant. It's just another this, another that. It's a new pandemic. It's a separate pandemic. It's not the vaccines. And you don't hear anyone telling you otherwise. Well, you're going to believe it. And you so you just follow along. The reality that we live in is based on the truth that we hear. And if we don't hear the truth, if someone's not there to share the truth, if there's no way to get access to the truth, well, then we never find the truth. And so our reality becomes dictated by the narrative. This is really kind of a fundamental aspect of control, and it's something that's going on. Meanwhile, you know, they bring up the peacekeepers. Well, we got peacekeepers. We need to keep peace. Well, how about uh, January 6th, anybody? So you've got FBI agents and Capitol Police dressed in plain clothes, acting like they're part of a protest and instigating a riot. You then have more Capitol Police and FBI agents waving people into the Capitol. None of this gets left out. All the footage is covered. We still don't have access to all the J6 footage. And yet, 
they they arrest these people who who are that and then show footage that tries to make it like it's a real insurrection. We were fed a lie. Why were we fed that lie? To control us, to to make sure that we were kept. Meanwhile, you've got poverty. Well, we're going to control how much money you have by making sure that we control the money you get. How do we do that? CBDC, social credit scores, things like that. If you live according to the government's mandate, you don't question anybody, you smile and shake your head, well, then you'll get a few more uh, credits, right? If you don't, you lose the credits you have and you starve to death and your family starves. That's the way you live life. Uh, Well, this sounds a bit far-fetched, except for they're implementing CBDCs now. FedNow system's up in place. The International Monetary Fund and uh, the World Bank and the globalists at the World Economic Forum and the WHO and the United Nations are all working together to try and ensure that global digital currency is a thing and that it's controlled by the ruling elite, just like the Hunger Games. Uh, are we moving towards Hunger Games, folks? That sure seems like the, the the goal of the Great Reset that Klaus Schwab is pushing, and it sure seems like everybody's pushing that direction. Let's continue on with this, though, right? Let's continue on. And this is this is a fun segment, folks, right? This isn't – I can't prove this. It's just an, some analysis. And I think it's interesting in light of the fact that, you know, you get some of these popular things like Hunger Games out there. Um, well, let's talk about mass surveillance, Mass surveillance. Didn't Yoval Noah Harari talk about surveillance going under the skin? COVID normalized the elimination of privacy. Klaus Schwab talked about this too. The World Economic Forum, the people who are pushing for the Great Reset, which is the Hunger Games, have all talked about this. Headline. Ready? Daily Wire. Nationwide AI mass surveillance system takes root in another state. Wyoming, literally the reddest state in the country. Town Council of Jackson, Wyoming, agreed in a close vote last month to install 30 solar-powered license plate recognition cameras along their streets and traffic lights. This feeds into a centralized surveillance system managed by a private company, Flock Safety. It's the first town in Wyoming to do this, right? So these guys installed this. Uh, The cameras are part of, quote, the Falcon line, sends instant alerts to law enforcement. There are different models of the AI surveillance technology named after birds. Raven is an audio surveillance device, Uh, gunshots, glass breaking, sawing metal, etc. Wing combs through thousands of hours of footage for specific vehicle identifiers for police, so they're tracking your, uh, your license plates. And Condor provides a live feed with zooming capabilities. This together is called Flock and an AI-powered mass surveillance system called Talon. So Flock Safety uh, runs Talon, this AI-powered thing. Talon goes through, takes all this data, public monitoring of the universe, you know, like they're doing in China. They've got cameras everywhere uh, and they've got installed in the U.K., so that they can track, so that the police state can track you everywhere. Then peacekeepers can keep us safe, folks. They can empower the police state, because God knows the FBI is trustworthy, right? So is the CIA and DIA. These guys are trustworthy. I mean, CIA shot Kennedy. Uh, You've got, uh, you know, the FBI setting up Trump and doing everything they can to arrest him. But trust them. 
they're fine. There's no problem. So you've got this whole AI system, which is going to back these guys so that they can keep the peace. They can keep the peace. Don't worry. This isn't Hunger Games. This is conspiracy theory, folks. Uh, it's not limited. It's not limited. So these two articles, I think, and we're going to come back to this. We're going to come back to this. But you can see a lot of these things, right? We see this in a lot of movies. And there's so many times that I'm watching movies nowadays, and I'm seeing I'm like, oh, my God, is this the life we're living? So let's talk about the Harry Potter series. I loved Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter land. Don't tell me that Universal sucks. I know that they're leftist. Uh, and I like going to Universal Studios. I, I'm boycotting Disney. I'm still using Universal. Universal hasn't uh, done anything that's made me uh, need to boycott them directly yet. I, I mean, I know they've done a lot of stuff, but I'm, I still like Universal Studios. And I'm not taking my family to Disney, so maybe we, so we go there instead. Until they decide to start doing something as bad as Disney, I'm gonna, I'm okay with it. Um, but anyways, Harry Potter, right? So I'm assuming everybody knows it, and I don't care. If, uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about what I'm, You got Voldemort. What's Voldemort? Well, Voldemort's a monster who is uh, of the idea that there's a ruling elite that should be in control of the universe, and they're going to do whatever they got to take control including killing, maiming, and slaughtering anybody who disagrees with them. And they believe that there's a role for uh, the non-elites. And in, in the Harry Potter books, the elites are the magic people, and particularly the pure blood magic people. That sounds a little bit like Hitler, doesn't it? And uh, everyone else is lesser. And the elites believe that there's a role for the non-elites. You know, they're, they're good. They're like servant animals. They're like, uh, you know, a pack mule. You got to have a few of them around. But make no mistake, we can keep them around and, you know, throw them a carrot now and then. But uh, they will be ruled by the elites. That's Voldemort's kind of ruling theory. Well, how's that different than what Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab talk about daily? Or how Joe Biden treats the rest of us with his two-tier justice system, Right. Uh, Joe Biden's got his, his son in the White House sniffing crack off of a hooker's butt. And, uh, you know, the rest of us go to jail for looking at him wrong. You know, people go to protest. They get waved into the Capitol. They spend time in jail without trial. And then they do get a trial. It's a show trial. It's a farce. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, I look around. It's like, are we living this? You know, I, I see the the division that they sow. You know, Voldemort's out there teaching people that you know these these non-magic folks are uh, yeah they're lesser they're lesser people they're lesser beings right so it's it's really something that's amazing to see folks it's an amazing thing to see. Uh, How about the Fantastic Beast series? Okay, the other Harry Potter series. You got Gellert Grindelwald, who is trying to convince everybody he's good and doing what's good. And, you know, he's just trying to make sure that magic folks aren't treated as less. And he's going to do so by destroying everything that's not magic. I mean, yeah, he, he, everybody else is disposable because they're not part of his. And you look at the techniques that they use. 
to try and divide us. And, you know, the, the whole Harry Potter series, to my mind, was very well written. You know, they take some real poignant things from the historical approaches of the Nazis and other monsters and what we're seeing nowadays. And th but this is what's happening, folks. This is what's happening. So Hunger Games, Harry Potters, you know, we look at these. How about, uh, how about Transformers? I like the Transformers. Michael Bay, they're blowing everything up. Uh, yeah, those are good, good, uh, mindless, you know, blow up action movies. Well, the Transformers, you got these alien robots and you got one group of robots that believes that they should dominate all humanity. Another group of robots that believes that humanity should be free and freedom's worth fighting for and this, that, and other, right? Uh, but all a aliens, all robots, and everybody's making the decisions about how humanity's going to live except humanity. Um, Hollywood is showing us over and over and over what's going on. We have this kind of ruling elite that's trying to be okay. Yeah, going back to the Hunger Games article, you see they talk about uh, the peacekeepers maintaining control over the districts. But the peacekeepers frequently resort to mass severe restrictions, mass surveillance, public executions, and whippings. Well, does that sound like peaceful to you? It's not peaceful to me. It's peaceful for the ruling elite. They're keeping the peace for the ruling elite, but that's the, understand, the thing you got to understand. The term peacekeepers, by the way, do you know that we have UN peacekeepers in this country? We have all sorts of troops in this country, uh, whether they're recognized or not formally. Do you know that we got people, uh, you know, military type people from other countries here? Do you know that we're training Ukrainian soldiers? It's ridiculous. Uh, but anyways, when we look at this, these peacekeepers, the role of the peacekeepers, and this is exactly what they do, call them peacekeepers. It's like Black Lives Matters. Of course, Black Lives Matter. So we're going to call it Black Lives Matter. But the, but the organization has nothing to do with that. The organization does nothing to promote black lives or safety or security or anything else for people that are black. No, it just promotes leftist tranny communist causes. Uh, meanwhile, you know, much like they see the peacekeeper, well, the peace, they're, they're to keep peace, right? We got to support that. Who doesn't support peacekeepers? They're not maintaining peace. In the Hunger Games, the peacekeepers were the Stasi. They were the control arm. They were the, the military police type units. They were the enforcers. They kept the peace for the ruling elite. But for the people under their thumb, there was nothing peaceful about it. It was horrible. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, you know, they talk in this article, they go on, they talk about uh, the restrictions. And they say, quote, to the capital residents, district residents existed only to make their lives comfortable and amuse them. When they ceased to fulfill this role, they were then to be eliminated and replaced. Over the past several years, the World Economic Forum has been promoting the implementation of urban planning concept called 15-Minute Cities, sometimes abbreviated as FMC. Uh, this is described as arranging an urban area in such a way that most daily necessities, such as going to work, buying food, clothing, going to school, visiting a doctor, engaging in leisure and entertainment, can be done without a 15-minute walk or bicycle ride from any point in the city. According to its proponents, this would be convenient, remote, 
uh, reduce dependency on cars, healthy, sustainable living, all that crap, right? Uh, but, folks, isn't that really just another mechanism to ensure that we don't have to leave our premises? Give them another excuse. If you have a 15-minute city, why do you need to travel? We'll let you travel now and then, but you got to get authorization from the government. you got everything you need right there. Just trust us. It'll keep the climate safe. It'll keep the country safe. It'll keep the world safe. Earn some more social credit by listening. It's a scary time, folks. It's a scary time. The war for freedom is global. We win it or we lose everything. We can even see what's happening in Hollywood. We just got to know how to apply it. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the this show and the Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Do it for us for this episode of Looking for Healing Radio. Thank you for joining us so much. Um, you know, like we always say, the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. So as we are realizing, we have so much to unlearn, you know, we're grateful to unlearn it with you so that we can learn something much better, something filled with love, logic, and light, like we've been sharing with you throughout. So tell your friends about us, tell all of everybody that, you know, come on and join us. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack O Stuff. Very excited to be here. Lots of stuff today. Lots in the stack. So uh, let's just jump right in. Headline, and of course, yeah. How do we get? I I really need to look into as a uh, highly professional broadcast system. I need to figure out how we get theme music. I mean, because we definitely need. Uh, theme mer- uh, music for uh, uh, trans updates or uh, pervert updates or groomer updates. I don't know, something. We need some kind of a theme music. I've decided this is a need for the show. I'm, I'm officially uh, telling my producer we need to figure out how to do this. This is a big deal. 
Um, so anyways, headline PJ Media, because the first couple stories are about perverts. It's just that simple. So uh, PJ Media, majority doesn't always dictate. Fairfax County School Board ignores 84% rejection of gender ideology. Uh, so here's what's going on. Fairfax County, Virginia, uh, their school board apparently are a group of perverts and groomers that really, really like teaching and promoting perversion with children. Uh, they're, they're super into this, I guess. But uh, they did some sort of a survey in Fairfax County, and they were looking into uh, you know, the idea of whether or not parents like the idea of teaching sex ed in a co-ed way, right? Because right now, I guess, sex ed has historically been taught there with one gen, you know, boys in one class, girls in another. And uh, the, there's a move that the school board wants to put everybody in the same class because it would be easier to teach gender ideology and basic, basically to push trans and perversion, this, that, and other. It's hard when you separate boys and girls to try, uh, try and indoctrinate them with the idea that uh, you know, whether you're a boy or a girl is make-believe, right? It's hard to indoctrinate that idea when you're when you're separating them. So, you know, these two things are running good. Well, they did a survey and asking parents whether or not they like this and like, uh, uh, you know, teaching their kids about to be tranny perverts and, uh, you know, trying to push mental illness on children and showing kids porn and other such things. So uh, surveys showed that, 84% of respondents disagreed with that. 84%, folks. Uh, 2,656 respondents, 84% of them said they want, uh, you know, the, the, the boys and the girls to be separated for this teaching, which means they also didn't want, uh, you know, these kids being taught that you could pretend to be a boy or pretend to be a girl when you're not. They don't want their kids taught to be mentally ill. Shocking. Well, the good people at Fairfax County Schools responded in this way. According to the school's superintendent, Michelle Reed of Fairfax County, Virginia. By the way, I think everybody on the planet should look up Michelle Reed, the superintendent of Fairfax County Schools, and let her know what you think about this. She says, quote, Honestly, the majority doesn't always dictate, right? 84% of the people who are paying this scumbag piece of trash as wages apparently have no say in how she's going to teach their kids, right? It's their kids, they're paying her wages, and she says the majority doesn't always dictate, right? Well, I think everybody should let Michelle Reed know exactly what they think about that. So, you know, feel free to look Michelle Reed of Fairfax County Schools up and let her know what you think about the fact that she should be able to teach your kids whatever she thinks and that the majority doesn't always dictate, right? Uh, you might also want to look up her fellow school board member, Melanie Marin, who said, quote, you know, what do students learn more than my generation did about genders? I think this is a step towards further accepting everyone and understanding people's biology. I mean, it's just straight up biology. Uh, well, I think that we can safely say that Melanie Marin is an idiot, right? Because Melanie Marin 
that says it's all about biology, but then wants to teach transgenderism. What? What? This is insanity, folks. Uh, this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, these people are morons. And uh, I, I hope people will look them up and comment to them. I really do. These people are too stupid. That's, those are the people leading the schools to teach your children. Think about that, folks. Fairfax County, Virginia. There you go, brother. All right. Uh, continuing on with more uh, pervert, tranny, delusion nonsense. Headline, basedunderground.com. School, uh, school suspended kids for misgendering teacher sent them to restorative justice training. So apparently a California school suspended these two kids for five days for uh, misgendering a teacher. I don't know what misgendering a teacher means. I, I guess it's telling a dude that he's a dude rather than pretending that he's not. So these kids didn't play pretend with this pervert who wanted to pretend that he was a girl or pretend she was a boy. I don't know which one. And since they didn't want to play along with this delusion and didn't want to partake in this mental illness, they were uh, suspended for five days, and then they forced them to, to go to a restorative justice training as a punishment. I don't even know what the hell a restorative justice training is. What, what, what is a restorative justice training? They, they just, I mean, I asked the, the quote, quote from the principal. I asked the teacher how he wanted to handle it. If he wanted me to just teach them about misgendering or he would like me to speak to them about being trans, the email stated. He asked me to educate on transgender. It was well received from the students and the parents. Restorative justice will happen after suspension. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? What, what, what are you talking about? These kids are looking at someone with a mental illness and we're teaching them about it? Did they teach them, hey, this guy's got a mental illness. He's got gender dysphoria. He's got mental problems. You don't want to be like this guy because then you could run into lifelong health problems if you go down that road. Did we do that? What did we do to teach these kids? Or did we suspend them for using the wrong pronoun to refer to someone? Wrong pronoun being defined as defining them uh, the way that they actually are rather than the way they're pretending to be. Folks, this is stupid. This is stupid. Uh, the primary focus of the school district was to be inclusive, according to these idiots. The district school intended, uh, superintendent, Vivian Ekrin, Ekian. Uh, Glendale Unified School District, Herbert Hoover High School, uh, uh, did not respond to the Daily Caller, Caller News Foundation's request for comment. And uh, I don't know, folks. I mean, this, just, this is just stupid to me. I don't even know what to say other than it's stupid. Uh, it's just dumb. Hey, uh, you called the teacher a boy. He is a boy. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. He didn't want to be called a boy. He was wearing a dress, so you have to play along care if he's wearing a dress. That just means he's an idiot. I don't have to call him a boy or a girl. I mean, it's just, just dumb. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. My head hurts. It's so dumb. And did I mention it's stupid? Okay. I'm moving on.
Okay. So I'm just going to tell you all, I am reaching out to Troy Aikman. And if anybody can help me reach out to Troy Aikman, I want to talk to Troy Aikman. I had no idea about this, but apparently Troy Aikman is, uh, ha- has a proud to be an American beer. He's got a beer company called eight E I G H C the number eight. And, uh, uh, according to outkick, uh, he is pushing his anti Bud Light beer with this whole proud to be an American thing out there. And uh, he sa- said that, uh, that he's got a now viral social media post quote, There are a lot of beer brands out there trying to cash in on this holiday by slapping an American flag on their package, regardless of whether or not they're truly American. And he's talking about Bud Light, obviously. Uh, and uh, he's trying to actually, he actually wants to have a Patriot beer. I want to support this Patriot beer. I want to talk to Aikman. I want to be a beer sponsor. That's my dream. I want to come on this show wearing a beer dispensing hat with two straws going into my mouth. I want to go on a stage as a super formal, high-end professional lawyer and uh, wear a beer dispensing hat and embrace all the hillbilly background in my universe. God bless Troy Aikman. I love this. I absolutely love this. Eight brand beer. Uh, if they're pro-American and they're pro-beer, I'm their man. I love it. Uh, I didn't know I was a Troy Aikman fan until I saw this, but I'm very excited about it, folks. Uh, I just think it's super awesome. we got to support this, and I hope Troy Aikman sells more beer than anybody on the planet. Uh, anyways, all right. I love this. Yeah, we talked about Seattle. Uh, they got the all-star baseball game coming there for Major League Baseball. And they're trying to deal with all these homeless people. They got to get rid of them. They got to hide them. They don't want people to see how bad the Democrat policies are promoting homelessness. So they want to hide them. And uh, the homeless people are, are talking about putting a, having some sort of a sit-in at the Major League Baseball game. We reported on this other day. And I love this. I love this. So I hope I hope that the, the, they can't even get anywhere near the baseball game because there's too many homeless people. But now Seattle is offering walking maps ahead of the MLB All-Star game to help attendees avoid homeless encampments. Really? So Seattle creates, you know, they implement their leftist lunatic policies that create massive homelessness, job loss, and all sorts of problems. And now they're passing out maps so people can avoid the squalor that their city has facilitated and their politics have facilitated. Uh, they they want to make sure that the, the tourists can avoid the uh, these these terrible homeless uh, drug dens that they don't want, and yet uh, they continue to promote it with their policies. You know, I might th- suggest that they consider changing their policies to eliminate this problem, but no, they're going to double down on it continue pushing this. I don't know why you wouldn't want everybody to see the gloriousness of your policies. I mean, they're okay with drugs and all sorts of crime, right? As long as it's uh, leftist crime or drug crime or things like that, you know, they're okay with it. Now, don't don't do anything that supports Patriots or America, then you'll go to jail forever. But yeah, Seattle supports this type of living. They support their drug den homeless encampments. Why should they hide it? Shouldn't they be proud I think they should do advertising. I think there should be pictures. Come to Seattle. Hang out with the homeless. Our policies have created the most thriving homeless community in the country. Join them. They may share their heroin with you. Sounds good to me, right? 
vote Democrat. You can live like Seattle homeless people. Sounds good to me. I don't know. They seem to be ashamed of what they're doing. I don't understand that. It's really surprising. All right. Liberty Daily, J.D. Rucker. Headline, The Guardian Jumps the Shark with Contradictory Unhinged Attack Against Sound of Freedom. So I love this. Sound of Freedom is booming. Huge, huge opening. It's doing very well. It's awesome. I'm very excited about this. These guys are doing great. God bless and congratulations to Jim Caviezel, Mel Gibson, all the people involved in this. It's going really well. And uh, they're talking about sex trafficking. I mean, who's not opposed to sex trafficking other than Joe Biden and the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and Hollywood? And, well, okay, I guess there are people opposed uh, that are not opposed to sex trafficking. But anyways, outside of the perverts and the sickos, who's not opposed to sex trafficking? So, yeah, I mean, they got this movie talking about sex trafficking. It's a major issue, something we want to address, right? But the UK uh, Guardian is, uh, you know, on a tirade about this. They're uh, calling the movie, uh, you know, QAnon, paranoid, whatever, so on and so forth. And uh, so this article, they got a couple of before and after picture here. Uh, the Guardian's headline from 2018 read, Child Sex Trafficking Rife in Columbia's Picturesque Cartanega. Uh, headline after we have a conservative movie talking about these perverts, Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller seducing America. I mean, the, the, the movie is literally talking about their previous headline. But... You know, we wouldn't want to support anything good or wholesome or true or fighting against this evil. I don't know. I just, it's ridiculous, folks. So uh, headline, Clash Daily, could DOJ malfeasance trigger dismissal of Marlago charges? Well, it oughta. It oughta. So, uh Here's the deal. One of the people involved in this, a guy named Nauda, he's a valet for Trump. His lawyer wanted to get Nauda, uh, you know, his defendant Nauda. These guys tried to buy him off, and he's talking about it. He's came clean. You know, these guys suggested that his potential appointment as a judge would be contingent on him playing along. Say, well, you know, it'd be real good if you, your, for your appointment, if you uh, were to get him to uh, to testify against Trump. Well, this lawyer actually has ethics. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. Apparently, a good guy. I, li- I think I like this guy. Um, but yeah, they're literally trying to buy him off. Uh, his name is Stanley Woodward. And, uh, you know, he said that the, the DOJ's counterintelligence, Jay Bratt, uh, according to news reports, claimed that in a sealed letter to the district, D.C. District Judge James Bosberg meeting discussed Nuda's case that Bratt indicated Woodward's application D.C. Superior Court judge could be impacted if he did not get Nuda to testify against Trump. That's criminal, folks. That is a crime. That is our DOJ committing a crime. Crime. These guys belong in jail, and it's sick. It's sick beyond words. And I'm going to follow that up with this headline, Town Hall. 
Our alleged president is a corrupt scumbag, and the ruling class is okay with that. And it's a wonderful article in Town Hall. They talk about the Pino, president name only, uh, and what kind of a piece of crap he is. They call him a corrupt scumbag, and the ruling class is okay. I think corrupt scumbag is a little bit kind for this guy. Corrupt is an understatement. I mean, you know, this is Joe, my son, snorts coke off of uh, hookers, butts Biden, right? This is Joe, the big man Biden, 10% for the big guy, right? This is Joe Biden, who is who is literally one of the most corrupt. He's selling our entire country and our future down the road to China and to the WEF because he makes out on it. He doesn't care. I think the level of corruption is well beyond corrupt scumbag, and it's to beyond criminal at this point. Joe Biden should be impeached and imprisoned forever. He is literally, in my mind, approaching the threshold of treason if he hasn't already crossed it at least 50 times. Share this show. Share the America Out Loud Network. Support our sponsors. Support TomRens.com. We'll see you soon.